Welcome to Kubi's commentary for the week of April 12, 2021. Well, for another week, investors continue getting what they want as well as what they need, despite some storm clouds forming on the horizon. Stocks rallied to close once again at record levels on Friday, with the S&P 500 topping 4,100 as investors ignored concerns about inflation even while March core producer prices, PPI, which excludes the more short-term volatile food and energy components of the economy, increased by the most in more than nine years on an annualized basis. We still caution that a surge in consumer prices is likely in the not-too-distant future, as almost all of the company management teams that we have met with have indicated that they are that they will be passing on those higher costs to their customers. Moreover, our internal proprietary research processes also support our views on coming price inflation, as mentioned in our weekly blog from March 1st, 2021, where we highlighted that each of the PPI economic statistical series we track has shown an acceleration in cost of inputs at the production level. This typically foreshadows an acceleration in price levels for consumers. The technology and industrial sectors drove the advance last week of 2.7% in the S&P 500, its third straight weekly gain and its best week since early February. The Nasdaq jumped 3.1%, while small cap stocks fared worse, with the Russell 2000 declining 0.46%, and the energy sector suffered a 4.01% decline. Trading was light, with U.S. stock exchanges posting their lowest volume day of the year on Wednesday. The dollar weakened modestly while gold inched higher. The yield on the 10-year treasury was stable at 1.67%. We do believe that the journey to a robust economic recovery remains on track, particularly if the distribution of the vaccines can outpace the spread of COVID-19 variants. The record number of new cases in India is of concern to the global economy, as is the limited availability of vaccines in many of the heavily populated, less wealthy nations. In the U.S., new cases have increased 12% over the last few weeks, although deaths have continued to decline but still have averaged a level that's still very concerning. Some states are experiencing much worse results than others. For example, Michigan is reporting a seven-fold increase in cases from late February. On the economic data front, first-time claims for unemployment insurance totaled 744,000, which is well above the expectation of 694,000 from economists. Continued claims provided some good news on the labor front, with the total dropping to its lowest level since March 21st, 2020. Also of note was the March jobs report that was released on the previous Friday when the market was closed that showed that non-farm payrolls in March increased by a very strong 916,000, while the unemployment rate fell to 6%. In short, the the employment picture has been steadily improving, although unemployment rate of 6% is still much higher than the 3.5% pre-pandemic rate, and the apples-to-apples U6 unemployment rate of more than 8% may provide the Fed with plenty of cover to maintain short-term interest rates well below long-term averages. In a personal reminder that you can't always get what you want, my Big Ten heavy NCAA tournament brackets fared miserably. I do hope the Illini, Hawkeyes, Buckeyes, and Wolverines enjoyed watching the Final Four from the comfort of their posh campus apartments. On a side note, my wife's bracket, essentially the opposite of mine, finished a respectable 6 out of 82, including picking Baylor as a champion. Her faith in her alma mater, Illinois, sank her chances of winning it all.
Nevertheless, the tournament was enjoyable and the stock market has been terrific. So it could be said that you do indeed get what you need. Looking forward to this week, earnings season begins with 23 S&P 500 companies, uh, including the largest of the banks, on deck to report results. The bar is set pretty high as the S&P 500 is expected to report year-over-year earnings growth of 24.5% for the first quarter. The Bureau of Labor Statistics reports the Consumer Price Index for March on Tuesday. Expectations are for a 0.4% monthly increase. Any surprise to the upside could upset the Fed's easy money apple cart. The University of Michigan Consumer Index for April will be released on Friday. Expectations are for a reading of 88, which would be the highest level since the onset of the pandemic. We believe the gauge of future expectations within this reading is a particularly good indicator of the near-term health of the economy. Turning to stocks on the move, uh, the following uh, moved with news. Apogee Enterprises was down 11.7%. They released fourth fourth quarter results, which declined uh, on the revenue side by 8% with continued end market headwinds. They also reduced their guidance somewhat for uh, the upcoming year uh, from a previous range of 245 to 294 to 210 to 235. Again, a lot of it has to do with uh, product uh, delays, as we talked about the supply chain in general is challenged uh, pretty much in every industry. Evolution Petroleum Corporation was down 12.3%. They got an increase in their borrowing base from 23 million to 30 million. Um, They did also just recently announce an acquisition of TG Barnett Resources, which was a wholly owned subsidiary of Tokyo Gas Americas. Boot Barn was up 11.2%. Uh, the only filing there was a new money manager, Loomis Sales Small Crap Growth Fund, established a nice size position in, in Boot Barn of a uh, $15.7 million position. Build-A-Bear was a big winner, up 23.4%. Last week, Build-A-Bear launched its highly anticipated Animal Crossing, Crossing's New Horizons collection. Uh, these plush toys feature villagers like Tom Nook and Isabel and are available now online in stores this upcoming summer. Those stocks without news that moved, Flex Steel was up 12.1%, Value Line was up 12.6%, and Westwood Holdings was up 11%. Thank you for listening. Looking forward to talking to you again next week. And I hope you get what you want and what you need. Thank you. Securities are offered through Mid-Atlantic Capital Corporation, a registered broker-dealer, member FINRA SIPC. Advisory services offered through North Star Investment Management Corp., a registered investment advisor. North Star Investment Management Corp. is not a subsidiary or control affiliate of Mid-Atlantic Capital Corporation. The information provided in this commentary is not an offer to sell or the solicitation of an offer to purchase any security, product, or brokerage service. The information is not intended to be used as the basis for investment decisions, nor should the information be construed as advice designed to meet the particular needs of any investor. This commentary is presented to illustrate examples of the securities that North Star Investment Management Corporation and or its affiliates may have bought for client accounts and the diversity of markets in which North Star Investments may 
invest that may not be representative of current or future investments. You should not assume that the future performance of any specific investment, investment strategy, or product made reference to directly or indirectly in this commentary will be profitable or will equal to any corresponding performance levels that might be indicated. Past performance is no guarantee of future results. Investments and securities involve risks, including the possible loss of the principal invested. Northstar and others associated with it, including employees, may have positions in and affect transactions and securities of companies mentioned or indirectly referenced in this commentary. Northstar may buy, sell, or hold these securities in proprietary or client accounts. Northstar will not be providing regular updates or advising you of any changes in the views expressed herein. Investors should consider their investment objectives, risk tolerance, and financial situation and needs before investing in any security. Tax considerations, commissions, fees, and other costs should be carefully evaluated with one's investment and or tax advisors. Information provided is obtained from sources deemed to be reliable, but Northstar cannot guarantee the accuracy or completeness of the information. This material may not be reproduced, distributed, or transmitted to any other person in whole or in part without the prior written consent of Northstar. A copy of Northstar Investment Management Corporation's Form ADV brochure, privacy notice, and business continuity plan summary can be obtained by calling 312-580-0900.